Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. More coaches all month long. All nine in the ACC are dropping by in some form or fashion. All six of the great state of North Carolina's entries also dropping by. Some of those overlap, as you know. Joining us now, a man who was the National Coach of the Year five years ago when he led the Miami Hurricanes to the ACC regular season title, the ACC tournament title for the first time in school history, and the Sweet 16. He has had the Canes back to the Sweet 16 again since then, and the Canes are a sixth seed as they head into a matchup against Loyola Chicago in the round of 64. He's a former UVA and Davidson assistant assistant coach Jim Laranega. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great, David. Thank you. Hey, you played at Providence, and you were a longtime assistant at, among others, Davidson in Virginia. Does that mean you can root for four different schools, counting your own in this year's bracket? <laughs> I guess so. You know, uh, my alma mater, Providence College, is in the tournament. Uh, Ed Cooley and his staff have done a great job. Bob McKillop is one of my dearest friends in coaching. I, I love the job that he has done at, at, at Davidson. And, of course, our Miami Hurricanes <laughs> are very excited about uh, being in the big dance and playing Loyola. The AD at Loyola is one of my former players. <laughs> I guess when you add up all your coaching and player relationships, you could probably find somebody in half the bracket. Oh, more than him. <laughs> He's a popular guy. Follow Coach L on Twitter, at Kane's Coach L. The only times UVA has been to the Final Four in the history of the program are, are when you were an assistant coach there, including in those 19, early 1980 seasons. They just lost sixth man of the year DeAndre Hunter, Coach, for the season. I'm going to ask you about Bruce Brown not coming back for the Canes because of injury. How do you describe the impact of Tony Bennett losing a guy who in DeAndre Hunter was the ACC sixth man of the year? Yeah, it's it, to me really, really unbelievable the impact injuries this year have had on different programs. Yeah. Some of us, if you look at Clemson losing uh, Dante Ingram, not Dante Grantham, um, yeah. Dante Grantham, we play Dante Ingram on <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, uh, Dante Grantham, uh, Brad Brownell did a fantastic job of, of being able to keep the Clemson Tigers winning, even without Dante. And then when Bruce Brown went down for us, I thought, oh, my goodness, we've lost our second-leading scorer, our leading rebounder, our leader in assists, our leader in steals. Mm. How in the heck are we going to survive? And our guys rallied together and, and uh, came up with some outstanding wins, winning uh, our last four regular season games and being the number three seed in the ACC. Virginia has had the most awesome year, uh, maybe in the history of the program, uh, going 31-2. and two. But DeAndre Hunter was a big part of that. Uh, he comes in off the bench. He gives them scoring, rebounding, ball handling. Uh, he's a tremendous all-around player. I think a true NBA prospect. And now he's gone out of the lineup. Uh, they're going to need someone, uh, several guys, to step up to fill his role. But it certainly makes Tony Bennett and his staff's job more challenging. It's already challenging enough in the NCAA tournament. 
But, uh, you know, without uh, Hunter, it's, it's going to be more difficult to get to the Final Four. Jim Laranega joining us on the David Glenn Show. The six-seeded Canes against number 11 Loyola Chicago, uh, the champion of the Missouri Valley Conference. How did it work with your guy, Bruce Brown? I remember for a while there was some optimism that he might be able to return from his injury. Uh, is, does it help at least a little that you've had some practice at trying to win games without him? Oh, well, I think you, you certainly uh, know more about your team when you've played. I think we've played 11 games yeah. without without Bruce. Uh, so we know uh, what we want to do. Uh, we know what the players are capable of doing. Uh, with Chris Like stepping into a starting role, uh, with Lonnie Walker stepping up to be our leading scorer, with a guy like Sam Wardenberg coming in off the bench and helping us defensively and with rebounds, you know, we've had a number of freshmen, these are freshmen we're talking about, who have have become experienced players through this last uh, five weeks and, and uh, have put us in a position to be a number six seed in the NCAA tournament. But the guys you really count on are your veterans. It's one of the things that I think is most impressive about Loyola. They've got a veteran team other than their freshman center. All those other guys are, are upperclassmen, guys who, have a lot of experience in playing college basketball. We've got Jaquan Newton, Anthony Lawrence, and Abuka Zindu, uh, who, and Dewan Yule, who played in the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, but we also have those three freshmen. It's, it's going to be new to them. Hopefully our young guys will play well. You may not know this, Coach, but I write down all these pearls of wisdom that you give us. The last time you joined us on the David Glenn Show, you told us that one thing that impresses you through a coach's eyes are road victories. So seriously, when I, yeah. when I laid out my bracket, I put a little asterisk next to those who had really good road uh, records. Now you mentioned the importance of experience. If you see a team like a Michigan State, which a lot of people are picking to win a national championship, but I believe all five of their starters are freshmen and sophomores. Is that a red flag to you, or can you be a really experienced, say, sophomore, or maybe even a freshman who's played 30 or so games in a lot of minutes at this point? No, Michigan State has a lot of veterans. They might not start all of them, but they've got a ton of experience. We played them last year. That's right. who we lost to. And they've got a lot of those guys back. Uh, and Tom Izzo's got a ton of experience in the NCAA tournament. David, one thing I want to share with you that, that I asked my players, uh, you know uh, what, what assists are called by players? You know what has the expression uh, to describe an assist? A dime? Yeah, he, he, he dropped a dime. Dropped a dime, yeah. You know where that expression comes from? I do not. And neither did any of my players. I was absolutely blown away in practice two days ago. When one of our players threw a beautiful pass, the guy scored the bucket, and the guy turned and said, nice dime. <laughs> so I stopped practice. I said, hey, do you know where that expression comes from? So, well, dime means an assist. I said, yeah. But the history of it is that back when I was playing, it, you went to a phone booth, and to call a friend, ah. dropped a dime. I love that, Coach. One more pearl of wisdom from Jim Laranega. He helps you with your NCAA tournament bracket, and he helps you with your basketball lingo history as well. You know, it's funny, Coach. I mean, I'm a little bit younger than you are, and by the time – and I am old enough to definitely remember phone booths, but it was a quarter to place a call by the time I remember phone booths. So maybe that's why I forgot. 
Well, now on all the quiz shows, they have lifelines where you can call a friend. <laughs> Jim, and that's basically where it came from. You you called a friend, so that when when someone dropped a dime, the guy scored. The guy who made the basket thanked his friend. Hey. If I if I was on Sports Jeopardy, I I would need your cell phone number, Coach, because I would want you to be the friend that I called. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of basketball lingo that, uh, of course, you, you know how the expression uh, "top of the key" comes from. I don't. Come on. Top of the key. I don't you know, know what the three-second lane was once called. <laughs> Are you here to just humiliate me on my own show today, Coach? What's going on? The three-second lane is called the keyhole because that's how it was originally before Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell were dominating the low post. The three-second lane was very, very narrow. It was like eight feet wide instead of the twelve feet wide it is today. Wow! And and the the description of it was that was the keyhole, and at the top, you, top of the key. Jim, I Lair- can't believe players and, and 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 fans alike don't really know where a lot of the basketball lingo comes from. I would say that Jim Larinaga is dropping dimes on the David Glenn show. Yeah. A great guest always on Twitter. He's at Kane's Coach L. As we let you go, and thank you for your time as always, Coach, you have one of those teams that has accomplished another thing that I know you've always reminded us really impresses you. It's, it's great to win a conference tournament, but as with your 2013 Canes, you guys had also done it throughout the regular season to finish first in the ACC that year. This Loyola Chicago team has done both of those things. So what else jumps out about them as you know you have your hands full with the Missouri Valley champions? Well, the first thing that I don't know how many people know, that that their point guard, Clayton Custer, he missed five games of the season. They lost three of those. So they've only lost two games all season long with their point guard available. So that, I think, is what's most impressive, that you go through a college basketball season, you only lose two games. I know when Notre Dame lost Bonzi Colson, uh, there was a time that they struggled and lost some games. Uh, I think Loyola the same way. Without their point guard, without the leader, without the player of the year in the Missouri Valley, uh, they were not quite as good. He's healthy, playing well, and uh, we have our hands full. We've got great respect for Loyola and the, the Ramblers out of Chicago. Let me squeeze one thing in real quick. There's a continuing conversation about the importance of future NBA talent on all these contending teams. I mean, Lonnie Walker from your team, it's a shame he's not healthy, but Bruce Brown is viewed through those terms. Even Dewan Hewell could end up being an NBA draft pick. The conversation about UVA is that while these guys are, are amazing college players, now that DeAndre Hunter's out, there might not be an NBA pick anywhere in that rotation, and yet Kentucky has those guys in Arizona and you and Duke and certainly a lot of others. How much does that matter? Because the fact, Coach, is that, that Indiana in 1987 is the last team to win an NCAA championship without a future first-round NBA draft pick. Uh, in the starting lineup. And and that's a long, long time ago. It sure helps to have NBA talent. Yeah. You, know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
some of the teams right now, like our George Mason Final Four team, didn't have NBA talent. Uh, and once you get to the Final Four, sometimes that's what makes the difference. Some NBA caliber player is able to step up and, and carry you. Uh, you know, last year you, you have a North Carolina team that their sixth man was a first-round right. choice, uh, Tony Bradley. Uh, and, and you know, you, you got to, uh, you know, look at the whole field and, and figure out, okay, matchups. You know, Syracuse, are they going to advance because people can't play against the zone? They don't have enough time to prepare. Is Kentucky going to go on a roll because of all the talent they have, or Duke the same way? Or these veteran teams that have had great regular seasons like Virginia? I mean, you go 31-2, and two, there's a reason that, that you have all those victories. I, I think Cincinnati is a real threat. I think they've got a very, very impressive squad. So uh, a lot of good teams. Maybe no dominant team. Maybe somebody without an NBA star will, will win it all. Uh, but if you look at, at Virginia's run to the, the Elite Eight, they had Malcolm Brockton. He wasn't a first-round draft choice. Yeah. But he was NBA Rookie of the Year. So not even the NBA gets it right all the time. Jim Laranega, I was glad I got to see you face-to-face in Brooklyn, Coach, and offer you a handshake as a thanks for all your appearances. Uh, we wish you well against Loyola, Chicago, and moving forward. Thanks, as, to- as always, for the time on the David Glenn Show. All right, David, thanks so much. You got it. On Twitter, at Canes Coach L. No Bruce Brown for the Hurricanes. No DeAndre Hunter for the Cavaliers. Uh, complicating a lot of seasons, he put it really well. Notre Dame's not here because they lost Bonzi Colson. Other ACC teams might have missed the NCAA tournament in part because they were missing key players for a stretch of games. Remember, uh, Georgia Tech wouldn't have been an NCAA team, but they had Ben Lammers missing practice all season as their star big man, and Josh Okoge missing, I think it was 8 to 10 games because of an NCAA suspension. Like, you got to have your horses available if you're going to accomplish anything, especially as the competition gets tougher, which is always the case in the NCAA tournament.